0: Hello, 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 and welcome. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and podcast and blog about mental wealth, mental health, and how to move forward, live your life, and be the person you want to be. My name is Desiree Shaw and I'm a practicing CBT therapist at the Priory and privately. I am on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world. One thought at a time. Welcome to my podcast. I podcast on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And the aim, as I said, to make the world a better place. I won't start singing. I just want to change. One thought at a time. Because that's all it takes. You can find me on my website com. That is e S-H-A-W dot com. And you will be able to peruse the website. You'll be able to take psychology quizzes, find out about your own mental wealth, your own mental health. You'll be able to see more vlogs, more podcasts, learn more about me. And maybe even book a workshop. I don't know. Are you an imposter? Today's podcast. Are you an imposter? Hmm... The imposter syndrome, something I see so often, I've been seeing it, I see it every day, every day in the therapy room, every day when I'm in the therapy room. Somebody has at least, at least one person will have imposter syndrome. What is imposter syndrome, for those of you who don't know? This is a persistent inability to believe, which is basically think, because a belief is something that you think over and over again until you believe it because you've thought it so much so this is an an inability to believe that you do not deserve the success, power money, accolade or whatever it is that you have that it has not been legitimately achieved at one's own efforts I mean some of the um, most talented most Academically acclaimed people in the centre of London through my practice. People that have done GCSEs and all A-stars and their degrees and their masters and they don't believe they deserve it. You're almost like, what the hell is going on, you know? Sometimes we 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 think people who are successful don't have a problem. It's not true. We all have problems because we're all human. So let me go through the five types of them: um, imposter syndrome. So you've got the perfectionist. And the perfectionist says things like, it must be perfect. Otherwise, I failed. And that's really frustrating because they set themselves really, really high goals and try to achieve them, which is almost... Mm, I don't like saying impossible, because impossible is, for me, another word. I'm possible, but perfectionists set things like... Like, for example, going into the swimming pool with a view not to get wet. I mean, that common sense, you're going to get wet. So the perfectionist does things which do take them to a place of um, discomfort, because they most likely don't achieve really crazy high expectation but do somewhere get close but still don't see it as good enough the problem with a perfectionist is what is perfection and that's the big problem because sometimes they do achieve the impossible which is great but it's never good enough because they don't know what perfect is (laughs) so they seek to achieve in a perfect way which is just absolutely frustrating for them Then you have the superhero. If you know anything about me, you know I love superheroes. The superhero. (laughs) I must do more. I must work harder. I must push myself. I must, I must, I must do this. I must do it all. Meanwhile, masking all their insecurities. Because they're doing so much because they're hiding from themselves. And they're very much like the perfectionist. An imposter is very much like the perfectionist. Then you've got the natural genius. I come across this so often, and this is going to sound a bit strange. So the natural genius. I must be able to do things effortlessly. Otherwise I'm incompetent. Um, this is, that might sound a bit strange. You think, what do you mean? Well, the natural genius does not like that they don't find something naturally comfortable and in, are in full knowledge of that situation. So it frustrates them. Because then they start thinking, well then obviously, I am not doing well. I should know how to do this. A natural genius doesn't accept any flaw that they have. You know, one thing I will say is, I do accept my flaws. (laughs) I can be a little bit ditzy sometimes, that's fine. And I can be extremely clever sometimes, that's fine. I can be intelligent, I can be sleepy, I can be funny, I can be serious. And I'm definitely not a natural genius about everything but some things I am because that's what makes us human the natural genius will not accept that and that's when they start believing that they're an imposter because they can't get it done same way the superhero doesn't believe that they're good enough they're an imposter because they can't push themselves any harder because they're human then you've got the soloist similar to the superhero and the perfectionist and the natural genius (laughs) I must do it alone I must suffer this problem on my own. A bit of martyrdom in there as well. I cannot ask for help because I will be seen as weak. And that is bad. And I do not want to do that because I am strong. And if I also help, I am weak. The soloist, I must, I must, I must suffer alone. Okay. Quite, you know, it's, um it's a difficult way of um treating yourself you know it's a really it's a really harsh way of being you're not allowing your human self to be your human self then you got the expert the expert i do not know everything then i have failed i'm a fraud if i don't know it all because everybody will find out and i'll be rejected and this is the problem So these are the five um, areas of an imposter syndrome which a person can go through. All of them, or one of them, or maybe a couple of them might resonate and you go, oh yeah, that really is me. I could go into this a lot deeper. A client said to me the other day, how much research do you put into doing a podcast? And i would be honest with you, I I, I do take notes. However, I could talk for days about psychology and the reason why we do what we do because humans, we are so fascinating and there's so much to say. And I could probably talk just about perfectionism for at least maybe six hours. <laughs> I won't do that to you this morning. So, these are the five areas of um, imposter syndrome. And there's so much to it. I am giving you the snippets. Okay? The problem with the mental structure, the cognitions, of an imposter syndrome in action. What do we call them? <laughs> The is, (laughs) the is in action, is, you are always measuring yourself against impossibles and ideals and decide that you've failed. Okay? So, I am not as strong as that elephant, therefore I am failed. I've measured myself up against an elephant. An elephant is way bigger and stronger than I am, so I am not going to measure in any way of equality to that elephant that's an example of the impossibles that we do when we face ourselves in imposter syndrome the imposter finds ways (laughs) to take up their time trying not to be found out oh my gosh this is so uncomfortable for um, a person suffering with imposter syndrome they believe everybody is trying to find them out like everybody's got their own inspector gadget outfit on do you remember inspector gadget It's like everybody's walking around with magnifying glass and looking for clues and finding out, Mm mm-hmm, yes, we know you're a fraud. It's like trying to play a game of hide and seek on your own. Ever done that? Ever trying to play hide and seek? Oh, I'm going to hide, but I'm going to find me. The only person that will find you is going to be you. So by all accounts, you have lost and won at the same time because you're the only participant in the game. So how do you measure your ability on the fact that you've lost and failed? Are you mainly the failure or the winner? An imposter syndrome will see a personal game of hide and seek as being a failure because they will only focus on the fact that they were able to find themselves. <laughs> because the point of the exercise would be, can you hide? Can you find yourself? Which one are you happy with achieving? And they'll be really focused on the negative because they won't be happy that they found themselves and that they won, they'll be unhappy that they were found. Interesting, huh? So, the imposter is constantly in a state of fear. Okay? They are constantly measuring themselves up based on what they believe to be a measurement of their true self. Life presents us with so much expectation and ideals it's difficult for us as human beings to keep up with all the things that are bombarded at us through media, you know. And we think that we gotta, we think we gotta catch up. Like there's an urgency. We we gotta join in with what is being told around us. All the scaremongering. What's gonna happen with Brexit? Is is Donald Trump going to press the big red button? Is there going to be a nuclear war? Oh my God, global warming! The world is going to end! You're waiting for somebody to sit in the background and go, Oh, it's going to end! When actually, we're buying into ideas and thoughts that somebody's placing on top of us. Remember, a belief is only something that you think over and over again. Hmm, right, you're in charge. So technology races ahead at high speed, confusing us at every turn. And we try so hard to keep up with it. I can't keep up with it. There are so many things that technology just confuses me sometimes. And I'm comfortable with accepting that. I get it maybe two years later. (laughs) I couldn't get all this. Smartphones, it's hard work. It's hard work. I had an iPhone 5 for years. And then I suddenly decided to go and get an upgrade. And I got an iPhone 10. It took me about three months to figure it out. It was hard work. I remember my nephew saying to me, Oh, Dee, you had an iPhone 5, and then you went 1, 2, miss a few, 99, 100. And I realised at that point, I'd gone way too far ahead. I really should have just got the iPhone 6 or 7 and eased myself into it. I couldn't manage. Because technology's fast. Life is really, really quick. If you stay tuned in to... What the media tells us we should be doing. You'll be living like a Kardashian. Eating like a vegan. Thinking that the world is going to end. Tying yourself to a tree. Untying yourself to a tree. Trying to achieve. Trying to go to this university. this It's just a lot. Yeah. There's just so much going on. But yet we continue to give ourselves the limitations of our very own thoughts. Because at no point during all of this confusion that happens in the world. Do we ever stop and say. Hang on. Hold up. Wait a minute. I'm important here, and I'm I'm not going to try and be a Kardashian, I just can't afford it, and I'm just not going to do that. And you know something? I am not going to do be a vegan, because you told me that, and I'm not saying that if you are a vegan it's a bad thing, but how many people are being a vegan for fear of being scaremongered, to not eat certain foods? It's all scaremongering, and you know why? Because somewhere somebody is making a lot of cash... And it's up to us to actually decide what thoughts we're going to go with. It's okay if you are vegan. It's okay if you're not. Some say imposter syndrome is not the problem. Mm. Some say it's the toxic work culture which is the problem. Mm. Now I have a theory about this because really, really, toxic work culture is the problem for imposter syndrome because people are trying to live up to all these ideas, ideals and expectations and not be found out and trying to climb the ladder and trying to achieve and they don't want to be seen as though they can't do it, etc, 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 etc. But really, is it really the problem for work culture? Because who makes up work culture? Hmm. It's not like, you know, you don't go into it and it's suddenly there. Work culture is made up by a bunch of people at work. Okay. So, if this was the case, yeah, obesity, is it the problem of fast food shops being a choice, okay? Is it? Now, many people would say if there wasn't all those McDonald's, people wouldn't go. So, we want to live in a communist society where we tell people what to eat and when they can and what have you. It's a choice. You know, we would, do we see that? We have the choice to be obese. And the choice not to be obese. Is it the problem that McDonald's offers you all of these regular things and then these supersized things? And if you are a person, you could go in there and order 15 meals and eat them after the other. Now, you know, McDonald's isn't going to say, oh no, you've eaten too much. They're going to want you to spend your money. Is it their problem? Or is it the problem of the choice? You know? So... Work culture being a toxic work environment. I would say a toxic work environment is created by people, and it's uncomfortable. And you know something, as an individual, you can deal with that, no matter how bad it is. Terrible things have happened in history, and we do get past it. But then to shift it from taking our own responsibility on how we manage our thoughts, and place it onto those responsible who are probably behaving quite badly. Actually, we're in charge of what we think. We have to buy into a concept before we believe it and think about it over and over again. We have to buy into that toxic work culture. Or you saying, no, I'm not. I'm not buying it. <laughs> I will not have your nonsense toxic work games being played in my head. You can keep it. You can do that. Now, to measure yourself in a toxic working environment, mm, I mean, already, does that even sound logical? doesn't sound like a logical thing to do, does it? And this is the problem. Loads of these things that happen that we're going through are completely illogical, backed up with no evidence, and don't benefit you with no thought whatsoever. To to measure yourself is an inaccurate process of creating a sum that equals your worth. It's completely inaccurate. Completely. We have confused self-worth with the measurement and opinions of others. Okay? Your worth does not go up and down. It does not fluctuate like the stock market. It cannot be based on an achievement or a production. It cannot be judged by others. No, it can't be. It can only be recognised by you. No, no, listen carefully here. It is intrinsic to you as a person, unique, standalone person. You are unique and perfectly imperfect as a fallible human being. You stand alone from everyone else. Your worth is bigger than your accomplishments, larger than life. Some people are probably listening to this going, no, that can't be true. I'm going to self-combust. <laughs> I am what I wear. I am what I do. I, You know what? Someone said to me, are you what you do? Actually, I'll be honest with you. I am CBT. <laughs> I am a living, walking, breathing CBT therapist. Not because of that's how I see it as accolade and achievement, but that's how I live. I live in the process of my cognitions, linking it to my emotions and my behaviour, daily, momentarily, because I recognise the importance of how my cognitions work. So yes, I am what I do, because what I do is so important to how I think and feel. CBT, the cognitions, the behaviour is a daily practice, hourly, momentarily. That's me. However, I am not labelled as a Priory CBT therapist. That does not measure me. It's what I do on a daily basis. Do you see the difference? Hmm, yeah. For example, you could be a swimmer because you absolutely, that's what you do, you swim. You're fluid with the water. You see that you might even swim through life. But you might be an Olympic champion that does not make you that's not who you are. that's what you've achieved difference your worth is bigger than your accomplishments and larger than life. Why do you think it's such a crime to take another person's life? why you know if we were all you know if you if somebody was you know somebody had passed away or was killed and you said, "Oh no, hang on a minute, wait, wait, let's have a look at what they achieved uh <laughs> no, you know what they didn't do well in school. <laughs> not that much of a loss. They weren't really worth anything. No, we don't do that. We know that the passing of, of a person is a loss, and it's a great loss, even if you didn't like the person, you know. still a great loss. Another human being has left the planet. Life is precious. That's why we try to preserve it, you know. When you're, when you're ill, you're going to the hospital, the doctor's not saying, oh my god, what about that trophy that you won? <laughs> What about the exam? We've got to save this person because they've done so many exams. It will be such a loss. It will be terrible. No. No. We look at the life. That's what we look at. The person. Because when we put our measurements together about what we have achieved, we realise that mm, if they disappear, we have nothing. And that's not true. Because the point is... That once we recognize that life is priceless, you are priceless. The problem with the imposter is they do not recognize themselves as anything other than what they create, produce, and achieve. Okay, now, if any of you watched Homecoming, Spider Man, yeah, I know. I got an issue with Marvel Comics, I got an issue with superheroes. I love them. <laughs> And there's a part in Homecoming where he's been given this amazing suit Tony Starks has made. The suit is badass. He can do some amazing things in that suit. I want that suit. Amazing suit. And um, when he's done some things and he's acted out of hand and he's got himself in danger and everything went a bit able for him. And Tony Stark comes and he's taken the suit. And Peter says, you can't take the suit. I am nothing without the suit. And Tony says to him, if that's true, and you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it. And Peter's devastated. Because at that point, he actually felt like everything had gone. He had based his worth based on the suit. He didn't recognise himself as a human being. How can you not recognise yourself as a human being as being important? And then you're going to try and save everybody else's life. That doesn't make any sense. There's an inst- instability there. Something doesn't add up. So the lesson of worth was that the suit is not you. But Peter did not recognise that. And he had to go through the whole process to figure out that he was more than the suit. How many of us do that? So many of us dress in an attempt to demonstrate our worth. You know, you got those types who have to wear everything designer and everything is written all over them to prove I am important. Look, I have spent lots of money on these designer clothes. Look at my really big car. Can't you see how important I am? Ready? Counterproducts. Counterproducts is counterproductive to who you are. Because you're basing yourself on something that doesn't even add up to the pricelessness of you. You are bigger than that Versace Armani suit. It might look nice on you, but the suit didn't make you. You made the suit! (laughs) And that's what Peter needed to figure out. Spider-Man's suit didn't make him. He made the Spider-Man suit. Some women put on dresses and you, you... you know, I I feel good because this dress is this particular make and the dress brings out who you are. No, you make the dress. You make what you wear. Not what wears you is you. No, it puts you on the map. Absolutely not. So, you cannot be faked. (laughs) You can have a fake handbag, though, but you cannot be faked. The imposter is, in fact... actually confusing themselves. They're impersonating themselves. Their very own false economy of themselves. Do you know why? It's as though they are looking through a triple barrel mirror and trying to see straight. I mean, that's just going to be really difficult. You're going to go through a triple barrel mirror and try to see straight. You're going to, but you're going to look how you don't even know where to begin. Which is why the imposter is always confused and targeting themselves. Imposter syndrome is a real thing. And sometimes when we experience it, we don't see a way out. Because we're finding that we're playing hide and seek with ourselves. All because we don't want to be rejected. We don't want negative judgement want to be accepted and approved of when you hide from yourself the only person who finds you is you and the only person who doesn't want to be found is you and the fear of you finding you is terrible or is it thank you so much for listening to today's podcast the imposter are you an imposter Hmm, do you see things as making you? Can you? Do you measure yourself? How about going through today and actually accepting who you are, even if you make a mistake, and recognise it? Ah, I just try to measure myself. I try to measure myself against something that's an impossibility. I cannot measure myself. You can fail an exam, you're not a failure. You cannot get a job and and not succeed in the interview. That does not mean you're unsuccessful. You didn't get that. Walk through today and notice when your imposter comes out and you are trying to hide. And pull them out. Find them. And say, listen you, get out into the world. Because that's where you're supposed to be. You're a person, a fallible human being, capable of making mistakes as wonderful and amazing as you are. You can't be measured. You don't need to be a superhero. Perfection is flawed. Go and take a look at my video. It tells you everything. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being there. My name is Desiree Shaw and I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. Why? Because I just like having big ideas. (laughs) I'm not planning to be successful. I'm just planning to change the world one thought at a time. Maybe I changed your thought, maybe I didn't. Share, like, comment. Let me know what you think. Like I said, my website is a tool. Go and have a look. www.desireeshaw.com short.com. Go and measure your own stress levels. Measure your anger. Measure your anxiety. Measure your depression. Are you struggling? Maybe you don't know. Maybe you want to chat to me. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you want to come on a, on a podcast. Maybe. Maybe you just want to meet for coffee. Hit me up on all my social medias. I'm on Facebook and all of the others. And it's really simple. Desiree Shaw. D-I-S-R-E-E-S-H-A-W. I will be happy to meet your acquaintance. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your day. Bye for now.